Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Lights, Camera, Rant. And for this particular episode, I have a very special guest. I have Cody Tucker from The Cody Tucker Show. How are you? How are you going today, man? Hey, man, I am great. I really appreciate you having me on, man. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Happy to have you on. Uh, as as we've been talking before this episode started, I think we've been talking about for about a month now, roughly, yeah. give or take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, but no, I'm I'm glad to have you on, and it's uh, glad we could finally do this, especially with the time difference. Because uh, yeah, as, <laughs> as we're recording, it's uh, eleven o'clock Sunday Australian time, and where have you? It is six p.m. So Central Time. I'm in Texas, so yeah, yeah. six p.m. here. And it's Saturday, isn't it? Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. yesterday today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could tell you the future if you like. It's wet, it's <laughs> rainy, and uh, um, very cloudy. Okay. Yeah. Hey, actually, that's the same here. So we may not be. I don't know. My nose is going to start bleeding. This is too much. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but by all means, man, please tell all the listeners all about your show. You know, I what you've done is is incredible. You know. Uh, according to YouTube, you started in October 2020. You currently have 589 subscribers. I'm one of them. And the fact is, like, some of your videos hit, you know, 5K or even higher. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the, you know, not to, you know, I mean, I think one of them has about 80,000, but, you know, who's counting? Uh, <laughs> but the, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was actually 80, no, look, none of that uh it has anything to do with me it is strictly because i on a lot of the episodes of the cody tucker show my guests are um adult film actresses so i put <laughs> that's what i need to invest in that's, exactly that's where I, put, I need to go yeah i'm putting more of the numbers on them I think more people are coming in there to see them than than to see me. So, no, uh, they want to see the host. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, so it's the Cody Tucker Show comes out every Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I mean, episodes are kind of random. It's either going to be just me ranting about pop culture, whatever's on in the news. Um, I feel, you. or I may have a guest whether it be in a, most of the time, like either someone in the adult film industry or a comedian, a musician. So just kind of pretty random bag of people that kind of come on. So, but yeah, that keeps yeah, it interesting. Oh yeah. 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 That's, you got the variation of uh, all the different people. Um, but no, I've checked up, checked a couple episodes and you're really good. I love uh, your background, like your, your, all your you. logos and everything like that yeah. set up so well. Um, yeah. What made you start this? Like, what made what was like the clicker for you that you're like, you know, I'm doing this. Well, I was like a co-host of a podcast that some friends of mine had started, and I mean, I was just kind of mostly just helping out with like the tech side of it, like basically a producer. And then I started like kind of contacting people to be guests. I was like, oh, well, you know, I should just have my 
own and I could just talk to whoever, you know, I'm interested in. And I started reaching out to people in like the adult film industry. Cause I was like, well, I don't really ever see these people being like on podcasts, but I'm sure they're pretty fascinating people. And sure enough, like, I mean, they're the greatest human beings on the planet. And yeah, like, so I just kind of started my own from there and just kind of wanted to do it like exactly the way that I want to do it. Not have to like, you know, go by committee to, you know, get something done. So that's, that's do you want to do this? No. Do you want to do this? No. Like, you know what? Exactly. Fuck it. I'll do it my fucking self. Exactly. That's <laughs> basically my entire motto. Like, like my personal credo, I would say is like, fuck it. I'll do it myself. <laughs> like every like I, entrepreneur ever. I mean, I just, I enjoy the like solitude of the actual like creating of it. And then I enjoy talking to people, you know, whenever I'm doing it. But I also enjoy just doing the like little solo rants where I'm just talking about, you know, my childhood and exactly like, so, you know, not unlike yourself. So that's, yeah. I, I was enjoying your, was it last one about, uh, was it Halloween? And then you were going that like, it was like a dark room and they were playing death metal or they were playing metal. Oh, uh, church. Yeah, that was, church, that was yeah. Whenever, yeah. Whenever I was a kid, uh, I went to like a non-denominational church. I, I don't know if that is that a thing in Australia, non-denominational. I don't know. That might just be a U.S. thing because we do a lot no. of weird religion shit. But um, <laughs> yeah, th- there was a church I went to non-denominational, and they were trying to scare us away from trick or treating, so and or celebrating Halloween in any way. So they brought us into like the Sunday school thing for kids. And play did this skit where they like shut out the lights and turned on these like creepy ass like strobe lights and red like f- lights to kind of simulate like fire. Started playing like what at least to my eight year old nine year old brain was like Norwegian death metal, and had like a person dressed up as the devil run around and s- just scare the hell out of us. And then brought kids up on stage and you know did this like trick or treating skit. It was like kind of like a PSA, like public service announcement, just saying like, if you celebrate Halloween or trick or treat, this is what you are really celebrating. And I was not interested. So I just kind of told my parents like, Hey, I don't think I, I don't think I'm into all this, all this God stuff. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I think, I mean, I kind of would rather go get free candy than go to heaven. So (laughs) like that is, why would I, why would I go to church on Sunday when I can just go trick-or-treating on in october yeah which every eight-year-old kid would rather do that yeah uh, but that's that's insane like oh, i forgo- yeah. forgot to mention um so like how they would bring us into that room is like every like last sunday of every month the sunday school teachers dressed up like clowns and grabbed all the kids and brought them into this room so there's the genesis of that is that we were also being led into a room away from all of our parents by people dressed up like clowns there is they call so, it clown sunday there is so much wrong with that there is so much to unpack on that <laughs> yeah, it's and almost then, like religion is uh you know has some negative sides to it <laughs> look i don't know get all the kids together with clowns and also scare you know scare kids not to have halloween you know don't dress up as your favorite character or anything like that. Don't get candy because you'll go to you'll go to hell and like mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, you know, great. Thank you for um, uh, terrorizing me. Yeah, I mean, all it did was make me way more into Halloween. Like, because I've always been way more into whatever I was told not to be into. Don't do now, for a lot of okay. the kids, like I was looking around and they're like, oh, I'm, I mean, they were highly traumatized and probably still are. Um, but for me, it was just like, oh, now Halloween is my favorite day of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like you just made it like the greatest experience in my life. You made it. Yeah. You've made up my mind. I, 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 Halloween is, uh, is my favorite now. I'm going to really enjoy that. Um, yeah, I mean, they basically did like a simulated corn concert at our church. Like I was, I mean, I was like, this is a dream come true. Like I've been listening to this bullshit Christian rock for, you know, all the time, but now they're playing like real metal. Was like, yeah. like I was pretty pumped. Like I was yeah, about to I start pretty moshing good. with these little kids. It's like, this oh, is God, Christian rock. <laughs> what an oxymoron. Yeah, true. true. And the funny thing is you never, you know, you never really know who's a Christian band. Like you'll find a brand, and you're like, "Oh, that's pretty good," and you find that Christian rock, and you're like, "Yeah." Since when? Yeah. Like um, yeah. Skillet. You ever listen to them? Oh yeah, yeah. Skillet's like huge. Was huge whenever I was like a teenager. Yeah. Like all the little like, because I grew up in a city that is very Baptist, like Southern Baptist, which is a whole other breed of Christian. Um, and that's what all these little douchebags listen to with skillet not that people who listen to skillet are douchebags but these people just happen to be (laughs) douchebags and listen to skillet but yeah yeah, i mean it was like the like iron maiden for dweeby little christian kids they're like this is metal i'm like well i don't know have you ever heard of a gorgoroth because like i'm <laughs> Look, we can, we can, we can go metal. heavier, but like that's good for you. That's good for yeah, yeah. you. And and then who's who's the other one that's a Christian band? And oh, there was Creed. Everyone, Creed, that's yeah, Creed. Right. But Creed, I don't consider them a Christian band. I don't know where like the Christians get off by taking them as one of their own. I mean, it's not a Christian band. Just no. because you have like some God message lyrics does not make you a Christian band. Like, no, they're not. Even though it's when he sings in prison, it's so like mumbled. It's oh so, my god! Yeah, it's, it's so like mumbled. Eddie Vedder was cerebral palsy. Like it's it's <laughs> it's not great. No, like even when like hearing a couple of songs, I'm like, no one taught you how to sing. No one taught you how to properly sing. No, but man, I love Creed so much, and I know you're not supposed to. Like it's. Very shameful to be a Creed like, fan, but they like were also Nickelback? selling. I hate Nickelback. That is one that, like, I get. I understand why that they're hated so much. Their music is what? horrible. Oh come on, man! No, but Creed Animal. is amazing. Animal Sight. No, dude, Nickelback is horrible. Creed is amazing <laughs> um, though, and I will not like anytime somebody tells me, "Oh, Creed sucks." I'm like, well, you know, they had like three platinum selling albums in a row. So who yeah. bought these damn things? Because nobody will admit that they were a fan of Creed. But somebody was buying these CDs to get them to that platinum level. I know I did my part. <laughs> like I was I mean, I'm to, I was a huge fan of Creed as a kid. But that that's right. Someone's had to buy them. That and it's when people go, Oh, I hate Nickelback. I'm like, Yes, that's why they're one of the most, you know, not saying because you hate them, but I mean like in general, I'm like 
they're one of the most successful bands of all time. So again, someone's seeing their shows. No, someone's is, buying their albums. No, that's a great point because that is the exact point I just tried to make with Creed, and I'm pretending like it doesn't apply to <laughs> So yes, you did uh, get me. And you know that how you remind me is the mo- in here in the U.S. is the most played song in rock radio history. You're kidding. Really? No, not kidding. Is the most played song in rock radio history. What? But like, is there's like a plethora of songs before that that should be. I think a like, lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, when that song came out, one rock music was kind of dying. So, as far as new rock to put in rotation, not a whole lot of options. And it also got played on like a lot of pop stations and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just most played in rock station history, but like in radio history, it's the highest played rock song. That's uh, said. But yeah, no, nah, that's true. I can, I can almost see that because like I, I still can't believe that it was on Guitar Hero. Oh my um, god! Yeah, yeah, it's a great like, song. I do like that song. Actually, that album is not bad. Silver Side Up. No. No, it's actually it's I, a good album. I think in oh god here here let's draw back having an iPod back in the day, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. little small iPods and <laughs> yeah, I think it was Silverback. I had it on my iPad and I can't the, the album has Animal on it. That was is that Dark Horse or something like that? No, nah, Dark Horse was after. Oh, that is after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I know the one with the car on it. I know. I know exactly um, which one you're talking about. Yeah. And and then yeah, then I had Dark Horse, yeah, because uh, was it burnt to the ground uh-huh. that went everywhere. That's not a bad song either. Actually, now that I'm thinking about Nickelback's, not bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You know what I'm doing after this? <laughs> yeah, I actually I wavered on that opinion real quick. <laughs> they're, they're oh, well, I'm, I don't I'm know glad what I can I'm be very sorry for uh, persuasive. I know and- Chad Kroger owes you like ten bucks. I think. Boom. Um, he's also, fan. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they did. They did release another song, uh, Quentin or something. Quentin, yeah, uh, I know. Just recently, uh huh. And everyone's like, "Oh, this is really great." I'm like, "It's just a cover." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you haven't done anything new. Well, but, uh, rock music is dead anyway. So, I mean, it's just yeah. it's a pointless genre now. I mean. As soon as people stopped doing drugs, rock music just couldn't survive. We're I mean, missing now it's not, it's not what, cool. What's missing from rock? Something like drugs. It, it's not cool to do drugs. It's not cool to have just an insane amount of sex anymore. And people yeah, well, are way too afraid that they're going to get in some big trouble. And you you can't have that and have rock music. Like you have to have the danger of like it's really just social media. Social media ruined rock music. Yeah. I, I could agree to that. You know, it ruined the mystique. You know, like like who's the last rock star? Yeah, like there is. Oh. I mean, exactly. Like you can't even think of one. Not not off the top, mate. Not like not in this millennia. True, yeah, not a true rock star. No, I can't exactly. think of one. Like this um, is not a thing anymore. No, nah, and it's and the thing is, anyone who does have a rock band, it's it's like half and half of something else. Like, it's yes. not just, it incorporates something else. Or it's such a ripoff of older rock music that it's just 
like there's this band Greta Van Fleet. I don't know if you've heard of them. I like them, but at the same time, like <sighs> it's you play such them, a Zeppelin ripoff. That's that's the thing. You play them in you have a Led Zeppelin and Greta Van Fleet playlist. You tell me the difference of the songs. You tell me flat Dude, out which one's which. I remember I was listening to the radio and one of the Greta one of Greta Van Fleet songs came on. I didn't know who this band was, and I was like. Okay, I've heard every Led Zeppelin song ever. Like that is my favorite band of all time. Good like choice. did they just uh, hey, thank you. Did they just release like a song, like an old song that maybe was in like the vault that I don't know about? Because if so, yeah. awesome. And then they said, Oh, <laughs> wow, that's, that's so and so I know. I was like, God, this is like this is Led Zeppelin. And then yeah. sure enough, it wasn't. I was like, oh, this band should be sued for everything they have. They should not be allowed mm. to make music. Like you, I mean, mm. it's different if like your voice just sounds similar, but he was, mm. he like copies Robert Plant's like manner mannerisms, like yeah. his vocal, like kind of ad libby sort of stuff. Like he copies all of it. It's like, no, 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 no. Like you can't do that. Like you can have a similar voice, like Eddie Vedder and the rest of the nineties grunge bands all kind of had a similar voice, well, but not that's the right. same. Even, even grunge Brit. Grunge bands had all very. No one could say their vowels. Yes, <laughs> it was very like marble in your mouth music. You know, like, right, but they didn't yeah, sound all. the same. They sound similar. There was definitely similarities. Just like eighties, like hair metal, like glam metal bands, like yeah. Motley Crue, Poison, Warrant, like all those bands sound similar, but they don't sound. But you can tell the difference. Like if you could he- yes. hear a Motley Crue song and hear a Rat song and know that. Those are two different bands. You can't do that with Greta Van Fleet and Led Zeppelin. No. And th- th- I think that's a big thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've got a couple of songs uh, on my Spotify, and I do I do like, Yeah, I think one's Highway something. Highway, highway Song, I think. Or no, not Highway Song. There's Highway Tune, isn't there? Yeah, Highway Tune. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one. Yeah. Um, that's the one I do like, but... It's. I think a big thing of pers- big thing of their popularity is because they sound like Led Zeppelin. So you've yeah. instantly got a fan base of everyone who wants to hear more new Led Zeppelin songs or a Led Zeppelin fan. Exactly. You're just going to pull across. Exactly. And you know, I mean, Led Zeppelin also did rip off every one of their songs. So you can't really be too mad about it because Led Zeppelin <laughs> were notorious thieves. But I don't care. Led Zeppelin is the greatest band of all time. Don't care. I don't care who they stole from. I don't care who they ripped off. Whatever. I give them a pass, yeah. and I don't give Greta Van Fleet a pass. I know it's hypocritical. I don't give a shit. No, no, no. It's all right. No, I, <laughs> I can. Sorry, I completely understand. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, you're right at the end. Um. So, sorry. What we're going to do for this episode is we're going to look at some of the hot topics of the past week, and then towards the end, we're going to talk about a very controversial movie that has you now it's been about a month since it's come out, but it's just uh, I haven't spoken to previously on this podcast, but don't worry, darling has caused a lot of stir, not for the right reasons, not because of the movie. Not because of the plot of the movie, but everything else, which we will dive into. Um, so in the past week, uh, uh, Cody, is that uh, are you a Stranger Stranger Things fan? No, dude, I know it's <laughs> it's sacrilege, but and I actually I love the first season and I love the '80s aesthetic because I'm just a huge fan of like anything from the '80s. 
but I just same, I, same. I have such a hard time keeping up with series, any series. It's not that it's not a Stranger Things slander by any means. It's just I if I can't binge watch the entire series, I can't. You know, like the only series I can do that with is that one about the cousins that have sex with each other, um, The Crown. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I but thought I, do, I thought I Game of Crown. Thrones first. I thought oh, well, it was Game of Thrones. Was like, <laughs> no, okay. The oh, the good old crown. Yeah. Um, I do love yeah, that show, like, but I can't do it with Stranger Things. I don't know. No, nah, well, no, that's that's fair. I, I haven't watched Stranger Things. I've, I only watched um, – it was the last season. I saw – I watched the scene with Running Up That Hill because yes, that, love that, that blew song. up ridiculously. Yeah, and then I watched the crazy. scene with Master of Puppets. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw that that was everywhere. Like, and I was like, oh, that must have been a thing on Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. If, but yeah. Still, if you do get, if you haven't, have you watched it? No. No. Uh, if you just I watch that to. clip, it's mm-hmm. it's done really well to the to the tune of Master of Puppets as okay. well. Okay. So everything that's happening around it, um, and I was like, this is this freaking awesome, and then. I saw on Metallica, they, Metallica were on a tour or something, mm-hmm. and when they were playing Master of Puppets, they played this scene uh, on the background awesome. at the same time. That's cool. Um, oh, man. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Robert Tuturlo. Oh, I can never say his last Rob name. Rob Trujillo. Yeah. His yeah. younger brother helped the Stranger Things guy play it. Oh, really? Okay, like yeah. like actually kind of gave him lessons for the show, like before they yeah, filmed like, it. Right, right. Yeah, before they filmed it, so he could, you know, when he you saw it, he's actually nailing it. Um, but uh, well, the reason why I'm saying Stranger Thing is because they they've uh, Netflix are dabbling into video games, and they've actually announced uh, they're going to be making a Stranger Things VR headset where you get to play the bad guy um, Vecna. In it mm-hmm. uh, later this year, um, which would be interesting. VR VR games are still a bit fifty fifty. I think um, so too. They're not. It's not mass thing, but at the same time, it's it's still a novelty. It's not yeah. that stage, same stage as everything else. Um, but yeah, that's what's going to be coming up very soon. Um, now, have you ever played Gran Turismo? Oh yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid, like I play. So okay, another warning. I haven't played yeah. video games since after the PlayStation Two. So like, I got a PlayStation Two and ran it into the ground, and then I never bought another console. I mean, really? I've done a little dabbling here and there, you know, like with like my brother or some friends or whatever. But like, actually, really playing it and owning a console, haven't done it since PS Two. But I did play Gran Turismo a lot on yeah. PS Two. So yeah, well, uh. Gran Turismo uh, making a movie. Okay. Well, that's going to go well. (laughs) Like every other video game movie that's just a huge success. Hey, Uncharted was bad. Uncharted was not. Uncharted was a horrible movie. I mean, I like, and I went into it very blind because I've never played the game, don't know anything about the game. But I remember watching that movie and thinking, this is, this is not good. I found it. I, for me personally, I found it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad. Like for it, it was kind of refreshing to see an adventure movie again. I was telling this to a mate. Like 
I feel like it's been ages since we've seen just a flat out like treasure adventure. That's a good kind of point. St- style. Yeah. So like that part of the movie, I really loved. You know, trying to put the puzzles together, bad guys yeah. trying to get the treasure. Um, um, but That's there, a there great was point. elements. There was elements in there that were true to the video games, mm-hmm. but I feel because it was it was half a prequel sort of. Okay. Of when he he fully becomes the main character, so I was like, "Well, I think the sequel, if they go ahead, will be more balls to the wall and will be better." Okay. Yeah, that's damn. That's interesting. Now my mind is like running, trying to think of it, the last adventure movie I've yeah, ever seen. I mean, I guess yeah, Jumanji, think- like the Jumanji movies, can kind of count, sort of. Yeah, I mean, true. maybe. I mean, that's the. I mean, I'm not saying that's even really counts, but it's like the closest thing I can think of. And I love adventure movies, like The Goonies oh, is one of my favorite movies. But there's nothing Goonies ish since yeah. like Super Spin- Eight. Super Eight, yeah. sort of in that realm, but that's true. It's, yeah, it's still that's not right, like a hey, we're going to the middle of the jungle and we're looking for a treasure. Oh, yeah. National Treasure. Oh. That might be the last one. Well, yeah, National Treasure. Oh no, there was a there was another movie. That I wouldn't count this. But it had Sandra Bullock in it. Oh, and- Lost City of. Well, it's called. They yeah, changed Lost it. From, City, it was Lost City of D, and then they changed it to Lost City. So yeah, yeah I wonder yeah, why. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it was the. It's bad. I watched it. and I was like, yeah. this is. Oh, ooh, this is rough. Because doesn't Sandra Bullock, Chang Tam, Brad Pitt. And Harry is Potter. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the bad guy, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Um But that's that's the thing. I couldn't think of it I couldn't think of another recent adventure movie like that. But no. um Grand the Gran Turismo movie that they're mm-hmm. doing is their um it's gonna be based off a guy, which is I get it. it's actually based off a true story in which uh we had no plot details in it until this week. A true story of a bloke who got obsessed with the video game and then went on to become an actual real professional race car driver. Really? What does it, I mean? What um, does he? Do you know what he raced like Formula One or? Do you, I mean? Do you uh, know? I, I don't okay. know. Because um, Gran Turismo is like street racing, isn't it? No. It, uh, is it not? I don't know. It's not. I might be mixing more, games really. It's more, um, it's more like the high end racing, but they they also okay. incru- incorporate other races as well. Um, mm-hmm. but it has like Formula Ones, and you know, it has, um, oh yeah, I can't think of the name right now. It's going to bug me, but um, yeah, it's got the yeah, it, yeah, it's got a lot of races in it. But yeah, that's what it's based off. And when I saw the plot details, I thought, okay. That's kind of made me a bit more excited to see how this yes. will play out. Yeah, I'm just by that actually kind of interested in it. You know, Whether like I mean, because I, I normally wouldn't care much about like any video game movie or really even racing movies. I, I find a lot of them are just not that great. But like that, I hey, I'm, Kyle's I was good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did like Ford versus Ferrari, which I don't know if you ever saw that, but that movie is incredible, and so is um. Rush with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, um, but, uh, both of them I've heard are such a good movie. Incredible. It's, it, it, it's um, Ford versus Ferrari. It's Matt Damon and Matt Christian Damon. Bale? Yeah, Matt Damon plays um Carol Shelby, who's like from where I'm from. 
Um, mm. Carol Shelby is like a legend around here. So I was like pretty excited to see that. Cause he's like, mm. just a, like, he's the most, like one of the most like badass people of all time. Like he is a movie mm. character, Carol Shelby. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, this is going to be awesome. And it is, it is, it's an incredible movie, but I just yeah. find a lot of racing movies are too much like fast and the furious. And I'm not a fan of those. No. Neither am I. Yeah. Neither am I. The fact that, it, you know, there's going to be, the 10th one is uh, coming out soon. 10th uh, one, yes. Fast 10, which just yeah. the logo just looks like an X-Men logo. Yeah. But it's it's funny you actually say that because I saw a report yesterday the day before that uh, apparently the budget has blown out completely for really? it. Really? Like, well, why, why are you surprised? Like no. you've got Vin Diesel, who's the producer, that wants to keep pumping these out and it's yeah. Universal's baby because they've got no other major franchise. Yeah, they tried doing that Universal Monsters franchise and it was a disaster. Ew. Which sucks. I was actually really looking forward to that. Those are some of my favorite movies, are like those old Universal horror movies. And Einstein, the Visible Man, God, the Mummy. I mean, they're so bad. Like the 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 ones that they tried. I mean, that mummy movie is Oh my god! Like, That's what happens so when you give bad. Tom Cruise too much control. And funny enough, I still love it when that came out. The fact that it was so bad that the streaming of the Mummy with Brendan Fraser went up. Oh yeah, because it's a, an amazing movie, also. Yeah, but people are like, I'm not going to watch this thing. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to watch. Yeah, no one watched. And they yeah. did the what was it? What they did, they did? They announced they announced this universe. They did the photo mm. op. With everybody, and they had a very yeah. stellar lineup of actors for it. Yeah, Russell Crowe was going to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah. But no, Universal has nothing now. Now that Harry Potter's, you know, long gone. I mean, that was Universal, right? I, Harry Potter? Yeah, that's WB. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? That's, that's WB. Universal Never mind. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal would have like Jurassic Park, which is now That's right. That's done. right. Yeah, thank God. Even though Jurassic Park is my, a singular, my favorite movie of all time. But those- See, I knew, those, I knew there was a reason why I liked you. Dude, it's, I'm telling you, like, without a doubt, like, I've seen it over 400 times. And, I mean, I'm going to try to get to 1,000 before I die. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, no joke. Like, yeah. I, it is- it's like, like just a weird like childhood nostalgia, you know. Oh, dude! So, yeah, hundred percent. I'm um my partner and I uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we went and saw there was a John Williams tribute show. Really, and in live an orchestra, and you know they huh. played Star Wars, they played yeah, yeah, Indiana Jones, but it was when they played the Jurassic Park theme that. I felt like I was taken back as a kid watching that for the very first time. Just that. And I was like, dude, I'll tear up. Like if I hear it, like, um, like if I listen to it, like with headphones on, you know, no distractions, like I'll, I'll start like tearing up. Like I'm serious. Like, I don't know what it is, man, about that movie, (laughs) but I mean, well, every kid is obsessed with dinosaurs. It's like a proven statistical 
just weird anomaly is that children love dinosaurs for whatever reason, yeah. whatever reason. And yeah, so you give you give, make a five year old watch Jurassic Park, and he's his world is different. So, even though it's quite funny, you say a five year old, you watch it, but you look back and go, "This was like partially a horror film." Oh yeah, like, this is actually you know well, it's this, a horror movie. Yeah, it's yeah not really meant for kids. No, y- yet you watch it because you like, you know you uh saw people get murdered. You saw a decapitated arm. Um, you saw a guy get spit on by a dinosaur Newman. and then eaten alive in a car. Yeah, Newman. Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you see uh, Samuel uh, Jackson's arm. Yeah. Uh-uh. You didn't see yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's right. I mean, Jerry. it is. Uh, no, it is not. I mean, you see Samuel Jackson smoking cigarettes right down to the filter the whole movie, and you're like, oh, yeah. it, it turned me into a smoker, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> like, it is... No, it's a horror movie. I mean, I, I will argue that up and down. Like, if you consider Jaws a horror movie, this is just Jaws with dinosaurs. I mean, how is that any different? Yeah, um, well, look at uh, Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Yeah. When they go on the boat and there's yeah. body parts everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I still remember when he takes off, when he's trying to open the door and he, he has to remove the hand from yeah. the control. I'm like, no, it is. It's a horror movie for sure. Like it's it's a monster movie, no different than yeah, like yeah, you know, it's Frankenstein or Dracula. I mean, yeah, it's just lab created monsters. That's that's right. Um, and you know that's yeah that's now that's all they've all finished all six movies now. I I don't know really where they could take it, but I know they'll try and find something else to milk the damn money for it. God, I um, hope they don't. That last one was so bad. Oh, my God. I didn't. The, the last one was bad. I, I like Jurassic World. Like, yes. the premise for that. Yes. I was like, well, what if the park was open? Right, right. Like, what would it be like if this actually worked? Yeah. When yeah. I was running, I was like, all right, that's a good plot point. Very. And that's... That's something I was like, all right, I do want to see this. All right, I'm happy they're making number four. But number five was shit. Ooh, number five is, to this day, in the top three worst movies I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen <laughs> some the- bad movies. I have, have you ever watched The Room? Oh, yeah. I, I would rather watch The Room than watch uh, Jurassic Park or uh, Fallen Kingdom. Jurassic World Fallen <laughs> Kingdom. I'd much rather watch The Room. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I was actually I had a guest on la, uh, um, episode last week. Um, her name's Katie, and we we're talking about movies, obviously. And I and I was like, "Oh, have you ever seen The Room?" And she's like, "No." And I was like, "You need to watch The Room. Oh, yeah. You really do." And I would I was like, "I'd love you to do a review on this." And she's like, "Why?" I was like, "Look, it's is it, it's between the billboard that was up for ten years after the movie's release <laughs> or." The main guy, you can't determine his accent yeah. or the it's three sex scenes with three different people, yet it's only one person. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Wiseau <laughs> is a interesting man for yeah. sure. Like, it's very much a – the backstory is more interesting than the movie, so that's why you watch the movie kind of thing. Yeah. Actually, not – Unlike the movie we're going to, you know, talk about, don't worry, darling. Like there's certain movies that just the backstory is 
way more interesting than the movie. So that's why you're watching it. Like yeah, you want to see exactly what comes right. out I mean, of this train wreck, you know? Yeah, what's coming from this? Like yeah. the um, ah, oh, I can't can't remember the uh, biopic movie with um, Seth Rogen in it and uh, James Franco. Oh, Disaster Artist. That's it. Yeah, incredible. I that was I so, love that movie. That was so good. Like, what accent? I'm like, I'm not Frankenstein. I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm from the world. I'm from the Big Easy, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From the big easy. Like, yeah. like that is a Eastern European accent for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean Tommy Wise well, is a Hi Mark. Yeah, he's a he's a dude that was involved in like arms trading. I mean he pretends to not be, but he was definitely into some shady stuff in Eastern Europe, pretended to be from yeah. France, pretended to be from New Orleans. Yeah, it's really where, not where that, much, money? that crazy, but yeah. I mean, how do you have that yeah. much money? Yeah, where did yeah. you get all that from? Like, show I, us your birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. Show it, like, show <laughs> us your tax uh, tax records because there is no way you were getting this money legally. Like, like, is that <laughs> billboard? I mean, God, I can't remember. There, I, I read a thing where they were saying how much it costs for him to have that billboard up on like Sunset Boulevard, and it, I mean, it was like millions. Mm. Like by the time and it was all said it, and done, he kept it there for like yeah, like ten or twelve years. Ten. T- yeah, it was still up for a movie that had made its run. It was done. Yeah, the movie came out in um, 2003, and it was up like, yeah, yeah, in like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Until Crazy. they were like, hey, we we like your money, but we got to promote something, <laughs> promote something else, man. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, go back to uh, venture films, uh, we got um, uh, our first look at Indiana Jones 5 for next year. Which um, the Empire magazine, the front cover is Indiana Jones standing in, which looks like 1960s New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited for this. Very excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm same. I'm pumped. And the, you, you got John Williams, the last one that he's he's scoring. You've got mm-hmm. uh, obviously Harrison Ford back, which is always mm-hmm. plus. Yeah. And you got the director James Mangold. Yes, who is directed incredible. Logan. Yeah, and uh, Walk the Line, which is one yes. of my favorite movies. And uh, I believe he directed this movie called um, I'm Not There. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's about Bob Dylan, but he has like 12 different actors playing Bob Dylan, like Heath Ledger, Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Richard Gere. They all play diff- Bob Dylan at oh, different nice. points in his life. It's an, it's an amazing movie. Um, yeah, James Mangold is the guy to make this. It with you know mm-hmm. Spielberg uh, not included. Yeah, you know. And the bad guy being Matt Mickelson. Yeah, that's always that's always a good call. Always a plus. Yeah, especially after his uh, last outing, which was Harry Potter. Yeah, that was a. I didn't even watch it. No, you didn't miss much, and no. and not you know, saying that we did see a report. That apparently, both uh, any new uh, Fantastic Beast sequels have been cancelled. Good. Uh, good. I'm glad. I mean, no, if you're not no, going to put Johnny Depp in it, I don't. I don't want to see it. Like, well, put, put Johnny back in those movies. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, I, I was saying to someone the other day, it's like you've got the bad guy. You look at this, like these three movies, and you've got the bad guy who's been played by three different actors. Yeah, yeah. You got Colin. Ah, oh, for his name, Colin. Oh, not Colin Firth. Oh, no, Colin no, Firth. no, it's not Colin Firth. Is it? No, he's older. No, it's Colin somebody. Oh my god. He, 
He's a, he's in um he's he's the penguin in the Batman and he's Colin Farrell. So, and he, Colin Farrell. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He plays the character. Mm-hmm. And you got Johnny Depp who plays in the second one. And then you got Mads yeah. Mickelson plays. Yeah. I mean the third. You're like the whole franchise is just just a shit. But no, it's bad. Yeah. Indiana Jones, I'm quite excited for. Oh, man. Especially seeing this Empire Magazine cover. I'm like, okay, yeah. yes. Um, did you like, hopefully uh, the- did you like Kingdom of the Crystal That's Skull? A- <sighs> I mean, I I think take away like two or three scenes and it's a great movie. You know? It's, it's not that bad, but yeah. – to me, I found it when you compare it to the other three, it just it doesn't stack up. Oh no, no, no! Another good a good point that I had someone say to me once was, all other three moves was everything like history based that he tried to find. This is the first thing alien based. Yeah, that ruined it for me. Is the alien story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what that's the problem. Yeah, that was, that's where a lot of people, and then you saw the alien ship take off, and you're like, "This is probably a little bit too absurd, even for indie." Yes, I couldn't, yeah, you know? could not agree more. Like, I think that it could have been an just an amazing movie. It could have been mm-hmm. right up there with the others because it has like aspects of it that are very in line with the other three, and then it just veers off into this like. Just dog shit. Yeah. I yeah. I hope I that this know. one is getting more towards the first three, you know. I think it will. Yeah. I think uh I think it's been very put forward the fact that, you know, how much everyone hated episode episode episode. Sorry. Fourth <laughs> in the Air Jones. Yeah, yeah. And but with I think with James Mangold doing it, I think he'll very much understand like he won't I feel like if you can give us as a, all those movies, and then Logan, which is arguably one of the greatest comic book movies ever made to date, yes, the like, best. Well, to me, to me is the best. If well, you exclude like the the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, yeah, then yes, yes, I think it's oh, the yeah. greatest. I agree. Greatest, Marvel, greatest Take away. Marvel movie or of a Marvel yes. character. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And Logan is just. A gut wrenching story, and yeah. I, my review was it. I wouldn't even call it a comic book movie. No, 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 no. Like no, it's it, not. It's so it's so far removed. No, it's closer to like Death Wish or Cool Hand Luke, or you know, like one of these like seventies. It's very much closer to like a seventies cinema type, um, like bullet, like grizzled older guy who's on his last run, sort of thing. The last ride, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. is instead of using guns, he just having fucking steak knives in his. He's got you know, she <laughs> yeah. knives in his hands. But yeah, it's goddamn Logan's a great movie. So I give James James Mangold yeah. a pass to do anything. Yeah, I hundred percent. I yeah. I can't wait. What, can't wait for it. So that's next year. Are you more I, excited? I think okay, so you remember how. There was the rumor that Chris Pratt was going to be like a young Indiana Jones, like they were going to yeah, make a prequel. Yeah. Are you more excited for this, or like would you have been more excited to see this be this fifth one be a prequel with Chris Pratt? Not with Chris Pratt. No, I I like Chris Pratt. He's a mm. really good actor. Yeah, I don't see him playing an Indiana Jones character. Okay, you know and. 
right now he's right now he's better play Super, Super Mario. <laughs> Um, so I don't think yeah. that we've gone off well that your Indiana Jones is Super Mario. Very true. Um, but I am excited for the video game. They are making an Indiana Jones video game mm-hmm. for next-gen console, which I'm excited to see how that plays out. That's cool. That's all. Has there has there ever been uh, an Indiana Jones game? Yeah, there's, or there's like maybe there's like a, a long Lego time game. Ago. Oh, that's right. Okay. There's been a Lego, right. Lego game, and there's been like there was one based on the Christmas Christmas Skull, but no, none of them have been noteworthy. No, because, right? Because I think because they they've all been movie tie-ins, and usually movie tie-in games are horrific. Yes. Yeah, completely. So I, and I don't think this new one is a tie-in, so I think it might get a good traction for it. That's good. Um, but then I, again, I did see the other day that apparently a Indiana Jones Disney Plus show is currently in the works. Mm. Don't know how that will play like out. That. Don't know how. Not that for will it. Work. I don't like the Disney Plus shows. I hate them. I I no? th- I think that it's just uh, they don't need to be shows. I've never seen one of them that I was like, oh, thank God this wasn't a movie. Like they all could have just been a, a movie. And it's just whenever you drag something out like that, it isn't going to be better. It just isn't like it's I mean, maybe if you make it in one as like a two part film, that's different. Mm-hmm. But like making something like a 10 episode series, just I don't like it. It I. My my point of view is the shows aren't like they got places to work. They need work. Something drags out. But I do like that they flesh out these characters. Like, from a Marvel side, mm-hmm. like, I do like, you know, we got Moon Knight. You know, I, I right. like the fact that it's not, like, more the early Marvel movies and, like, mm-hmm. superhero movies where it just seemed to be like they got the powers and then boom. Right. You are perfect at it. Where opposed to these Disney Plus shows, because they're fleshing out the characters, when mm-hmm. you see them in the movie, they're not... Yeah. Oh, you're perfect at your powers. You're perfect at what you do. I get that for sure. I just, I don't like them doing it over characters that are less important than the characters that were just sprung up in the movies. Like, no. how do you not have like a, a real Thor show or a Captain America show? And I mean, I'm not talking about like, oh, there's like Loki, but like, you know, you're doing it over, you know, Wanda, like, like the Scarlet Witch, who cares about her? Like, do it over, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, not to sound crazy here, but like, yeah, no, it's the worst yeah, Marvel I, I, character there is, and she is the worst actress on the planet. <laughs> well, when she's you not that bad. she's been doing this move, this role for how long? Uh, but probably six years at, at a minimum. Twenty fourteen, Captain America okay, two, so eight years, and still can't do a Russian accent. Throughout the movie, it still switches back and forth every single scene. It's like pick, I don't know pick if someone actually, else. Have you watched One Division? Most of Did it. Watch- yeah, I couldn't finish uh, it. And I was like, no, no, I can't do this. There's one of them where it's like, why does your accent change? Uh, yeah, I know. Like they, well, like they mention in the show. I yeah, it's bad. I, I do. Uh, I I do like Elizabeth Olsen. I think she. I 
personally, I think she does a great job in that role. Yes, her accent does change, which when you're looking back and you're like, oh, which, you know, you either keep the accent or you, or you don't because you've, you know, you've lived in America for so long. Um, but, you know, to this day, out of all the Disney Plus shows, she has one of the most uh, sad stories, gut-wrenching stories. Um, but, uh, and, you know, I was still completely blown away that she's the third Olsen. Yeah. Well, third, third most talented as well. <laughs> What's the other two done? Full House. They're I mean, their acting is better in Full House's four year olds than hers is in these damn Marvel movies. I mean, both those Olsen <laughs> twins look like they're ninety now. They both look like Mickey yeah. Warwick, and I'd still rather see them in a movie than Elizabeth <laughs> Olsen. I mean, yeah, they uh, yeah, they didn't age very. Particularly no, they look well. like they should be an Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'll take you know. I mean, you, you could swap them out in Wandavision Part Two for all I care. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, it's funny actually. When I, I didn't. Even, it took me ages to realize that she was the third Olsen. Yeah, because when I th- like, I think that obviously, ah, they are so much older than her. Mm-hmm. And then I saw saw a photo of all three of them standing, and I'm like, yeah, she uh. She's done a lot better than the other. You're the twins, like <laughs> yeah, those twins. I feel like not. when she <laughs> when she's your age, she's still going to be on like women's magazine and you know and all this. You yeah. you, you know no 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 no. <laughs> I mean, they're not that um, old. The Olsen twins. No, that's the thing. That that's the thing. They're not that old. They're probably they're in what late thirties. Something like yeah, something probably like something like that. Full House came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, exactly. Babies and then so that's they didn't, five. So yeah, they're probably like thirty seven ish. Yeah, they didn't come back for Full House, did they? No, no, they're billionaires. They, they don't need to yeah. you know go slum it up with a Dave Coulier. <laughs> I mean, Dave Coulier is working in a fucking car wash in Ottawa right now. Like, I mean, he kind of had to go back. But, yeah. Like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, I have some overdue library fines. If y'all could take care of these for me. Like, yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, God. Yeah. Um, no, I know what you mean. Like, um, did you ever, uh, did you ever play a game called, uh, it was, on, was it, I was pretty sure it was in place. Oh, uh, Bioshock. Yes. I mean, I did not own Bioshock, but I have played Bioshock at like friends houses. So yes, I mean, yeah. I'm a, Somewhat familiar with it. Ah, because the um, Netflix are making a movie. I did see that. Yeah, I did see and, them making a Bioshock uh, movie. I'm very curious to see how that's going to be betrayed. And apparently the director, uh, France, uh, um, Carrie's last name, he said it recently interview the fact that apparently Netflix have given him free reign. So they'll be able to go okay. to the R rating and he can also work with the original creators. Really? Well, see there. Okay. That's how you make a movie for, like a video game adaptation work. Like you have to have the full creative control and like the ability to like work with the people who actually made the damn thing, you know, mm. that's, that's right. Um, and the thing is, I know a Bioshock movie has been, Bioshock movies basically been the same thing as a Halo. Right. It's been development hell 
ever since the first game came out. And it's been swapped around between different directors. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's either Peter Jackson or Gal, Gal, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. has been attached to yeah. to make it. This one or Halo? Because be- I think Peter Jackson was going to make Halo, the Halo movie, wasn't he? Peter Jackson, Halo, Gal Toro for Bioshock. Bioshock. Okay, okay. But I think Galso left the project because he couldn't get the R rating and then obviously development help moving to different projects. Yeah. But this movie, you can't have, you, there is no way you can make a solid apita- apita- uh, adaption uh-huh. of this video game with an PG rating. There no. is no way. Is that what they were aiming for? Was to do PG or, P- or just not R? Just not R. Okay, well, or yeah, not I MA, guess they can do PG. Because we have PG-13 here, which I don't think that's a thing in Australia. Is it PG-13? Yeah, we have PG. Yeah. We have PG-13? We've got G, PG, M15+, Okay. Okay. MA, and then R. Okay, so we have G, PG, then PG-13, which is like the same as MA-15. But yeah, we've got different age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's why I was just yeah. curious, like if you had the same ratings. But but either way, if you're not doing it R, don't do it. Yeah. What's what's the what's the point? I'm like, there's literally a woman. There's literally in the opening scene of the damn game, the guy gets drilled. Hmm. I mean, the game, the game, he gets drilled. <laughs> hey. Just realize how that sounded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounded the way what you meant it to yeah. sound. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, the directors, the directors said the panel that's what they said. So I really okay. hope it stays on course. Um, yeah, especially you know between this, the Gran Turismo movie, I think I'm hoping the change is the fact that video game movies aren't treated in a way where oh you know we're just slapping adaptation to this. They're actually being crafted. Right. Right. Well, that's wishful thinking. I think. It, oh, it when Sonic movie was good, sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After they had to go, <laughs> you know, blow thirty million to redo it. I mean, I think that oh, that first drawing ooh. was. Awful. I mean, I didn't have like high hopes for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, you know, call me crazy, but whenever I saw that first drawing, I was like, "This is wild." Like, I mean, how did nobody say like raise their hand and say? I, I don't think this is right. <laughs> this this does not look like um, Sonic. This well, looks like the the problem with movie sets and all movies is that nobody wants to step out of their department. And if something gets passed through a department, it's like any other job. It is out of everybody else's hands, and nobody wants to be the person who said something because they want it to go on to that person. They want it to be like, oh, this is the crew that gets fired. And so they just let it go and see what happens. Like a lot of people are just with movies like that, especially they're just hmm. like, I do my department's thing and I go home and Mm. you know, it is what it is, but Mm. that's why a lot of movies have these so questionable things is that it's all these, this hierarchy and, you know, and very. It's 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 a weird yeah. unionized job that yeah well fine enough look at uh uh Chip and Dale Chip and Dale movie they ripped that off 
so good. Yeah. Like your ugly Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was yes. terrific. Oh, I know. That is, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm, we'll see. I mean, I think that if it's successful, this Bioshock movie, it's not going to be a positive ultimately. Um, I know. I mean, I know that sounds backwards, but what it will do the same way that it does with like most things is that it makes people immediately want to make more of them faster and cheaper. Uh, yeah, that's, no. that's the problem, no. you know, Marvel no, has that. Bioshock. Yes, I will admit, I will admit that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bioshock is going to need a shit ton of CGI. It will. Right. Work. But other ones won't. No. And that's no. the and problem is that, I mean, they will need it, but it will be, there will be the blueprint already done and it'll be like, oh my God, this movie made so much money. Time to make 15 of them and they can't be good. You know what I mean? Like that's, no. that's why I get really skeptical when a movie like that just does really well. It's like, oh man, because it's great. The movie's going to well, follow. but wait till the other 30 come out. Yeah. Well, that's, that's right. And like, I, I've seen. I, I know. The, I completely agree with the, the criticisms about uh, the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Um, my my entire thing is: Would they look so bad um, if COVID didn't happen? Yes, they would still look bad. Like- <laughs> I think so. I think it, 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 would yeah. still look, it would look bad because you're rushing to get something done, and yeah. you don't have the bu- same level of budget. I think it's all budgetary mm. and time. Because with an un- oh, what are you a- talking about? It's Disney money. It's, the- it's mouse money. Yeah, you would think that that would mean something. <laughs> but Disney also has this tendency to um, cut corners in every way imaginable. Uh-huh. Um, just go to you know Disney World now. It used to not be like that, but you go to Disney World now, and you're like, oh, this isn't uh, nice anymore. <laughs> This isn't how I remember. No, and the people well, who work at, uh, there are assholes. Like it's it's not the same. It's not the happiest place on earth anymore. Because <laughs> you know, I mean, they well, they don't believe in paying people the wage they should be making to walk around in a about fifty that. pound costume in a hundred and twenty degree Florida weather. Like ten dollars is enough no, an hour. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, look what happened to um. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, the hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's completely bombed because it's too flippant expensive. Yeah. No, Disney is um, not – Disney is an evil empire that just happens to have been a massive part of my childhood. So I give it a lot of leeway when I shouldn't because I'm like, God, you know, they're monsters who work there. They're all evil people. But damn, Lion King really made an impact on my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all right. Just don't look at anything else. No, we'll see, Lion it was King. different when, like, Eisner, when Michael Eisner was running Disney. I will say, like, that's yeah. that's the, pe- the peak of Disney. Now it's yeah. it's turned into Apple, you know, instead of, instead of a real, per- like, a creative company that wants to bring, like, joy and entertainment, but, of course, make money. Now it is, like, we are going to sell you something way overpriced and it's not going to be good. And if you complain, fuck it, we still made a billion dollars. Like that's you're still going to buy it right, anyway. That's Disney's thing. Disney is Apple now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Now that is a lot to unpack <laughs> in that, but uh, I can see I can see what you mean. Um, I can see it. Like you're right. Like it's you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay anyway. Right. You're gonna pay. The funny, so funny, why you, make it good? Yeah. You go, yeah. Dollar value is already there. But you th- it's funny how you look at it and Marvel, obviously, you know, being owned by Disney, mm-hmm. is pumping out all this con- pure content. And then you look at the actual Disney films. Yes. And like they're barely to none pop here and there. Because the money is not there for them anymore. And they do still make a lot of them, but they don't get the – they do not put any kind of – emphasis. so Disney Plus, as cool as Disney Plus was for the first like week because I got to go back and watch these movies I hadn't seen, Disney Plus is ruining Disney's creativity – a thousand percent because they don't really have to worry about a movie being successful anymore because it's just going to go on their streaming service. There's no theater Mm -hmm. run. I mean, there is, but who, who gives a shit so they can, and Pixar has gone completely to shit now. Like it's, it's, it's just a thing that like, again, it's the Apple mentality of like, we don't have to be good at this anymore because people are just going to buy it. And with Disney Plus, and with Disney Plus, and they don't exactly. And with Disney Plus, they don't get nobody even gets the information to find out whether something was successful. At least if it's just a solid movie theater run, you get to see. Oh, that movie bombed, but you know you don't really get to see that because on streaming. Exactly, and when you look at Disney's like lineup for twenty twenty three, I mean, I went through them last night. Actually, not one of those sound interesting. I mean, all the Disney slash Pixar films that are coming out next year, all of them sound horrible, except for Haunted Mansion that was going to be done by Guillermo del Toro, but now he's not doing it because they've been putting it through production hell. Same with Bioshock. Mm. Um, but he's doing Haunted Mansion, and it's supposed to be, like, terrifying. Um, I, I, I was, yeah, That I'm excited for, and oh, the uh, new Pixar film doesn't look too bad. Which, it, Elemental still, like, or... Yeah, I don't think it looked too bad, but nothing like, nothing like when they released a trailer for like Wall-E and you're like, whoa. Yes, they don't care about taking any kind of risk of making something that, they don't want to make something that's like going to last, if that makes sense. Like Wall-E is a movie that you could watch and Rat- even Ratatouille, which was by Pixar Disney standards, a bomb. Ratatouille is an incredible mm. movie, and you can watch it now. Everybody loves Ratatouille. Ratatouille is amazing, and you can watch it now, and it's just as good. You can take mm. some of these like more recent Pixar movies, and they're not even good six months later. Like Encanto and Luca, like a lot of these movies, you're like, these mm. are not Soul good. Soul wasn't bad. No, Soul is an exception. Soul and Coco are both an exceptions to that. Both. Yeah. I haven't seen Coco. Coco is great. Um Coco is great, and but Soul is Soul is where Pixar should be, but it's also too mm. goddamn sad. Like, you know, like make it a little bit more fun. Like you can make a well, movie look at, fun. Look at the Good Dinosaur. Oh God, yeah. The Good Dinosaur is sad as all hell. Yeah. I remember watching that, going, "How is this a kids' movie?" Yes. Well, there. I mean. I mean, even Monster Inc. has moments where it's kind of sad, but the tone needs to be happy. It's Disney. The tone has to be happy. Now, whether or not you, mm-hmm. can, yeah, of course you have like conflict, so you have some sadness. Like Monsters Inc., perfect example. Like there's some pretty like heartbreaking moments. Finding Nemo also, but like 
Oh, but they're God. overall, it's a joy. Like a, you get joy out of these movies. I did not feel any right. joy watching Soul. I felt like I was watching Requiem for a Dream, but the animated version. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just super goddamn sad. Yeah. Like, but I'm not saying it's not a great movie. It is. It's just not. It's too sad. Yeah. No, I go. I hundred percent. I agree with you. Um, I'm trying to think. What else from Disney is coming out next year? They have um, no, Hunchback, no, of Notre, Hunchback of Notre Dame, a live action version. Um, yeah. With I can't, I saw the cast. I think Chris Hemsworth is in it. Um, I think Josh Gad oh. is playing Quasimodo, which not that excited for. Um, mm. But probably will be okay. The live action ones are have been a bit of a disappointment overall. Some have been good. <laughs> Jungle Book I actually really liked. And I really like Beauty and the Beast, the one with um, Emma uh, Watson. They all got rave reviews. Those, yes. those Lion King was a um, fucking disaster. Uh, I, I I hated it. <laughs> oh God! Why? Why did you Why did you hate? Why'd you, hate? <laughs> you cannot make animals that <laughs> realistic and give them emotions because animals don't really show emotion. So you don't really no. know whether a real lion is scared or not, unless David Attenborough says, this lion is very scared. Like, unless <laughs> that happens. The natural element of the yeah. yeah. This lion has no choice but to flee. Like, unless that happens, <laughs> you don't know that a lion is scared or happy or, you know, whatever. So you yeah. have to have them. Be a cartoon. You have to have him a cartoon so you can see that he's sad. See that he's scared. So it just felt like you're watching somebody. It felt like watching Planet Earth. Like it, it, it which, you know, <laughs> is cool and all, but it's not. It just ruins it. It ruins Lion King. And the, you know, that the voiceovers were horrible. Donald Glover is a horrible person to have as a voiceover <laughs> actor because he doesn't have emotion in his voice. He talks with a very yeah. monotone voice, which works for his movies because he's a facial actor, if that makes sense. You know? Yeah, it's not the same thing. Right. Matthew Broderick, so I, that's the guy that you need. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing you're very excited for the Lion King prequel movie that we're getting <sighs> called Mufasa. Mufusa. I am. I, I, I've i never protested something in my life, but I might boycott this goddamn movie and start a protest. So I might sort of sit in at my local movie theater. Like, yeah. it is. Oh, my God. But that, that, that's what I mean is, like, the Disney movies, like, in just general conversation, mm-hmm. you and I find it's like no one really says, oh, I'm really looking forward to this Disney movie yes. or this Pixar film anymore. You know, it's it's more... Obviously, you know, we're in the age of superheroes. Right. But even like even like legacy sequels, mm-hmm. people are more excited for those. You know, people were talking about before it came out, Jurassic Park. People were talking about Top Gun. Yeah. People were talking about um uh oh shit, I just had on the tip of my tongue. Uh, oh, Hocus Pocus sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You no, know, no one's there's a pure Disney movie or um Pixar film anymore. No. No, it, it is very much about is this a superhero movie or is this going to tickle my, you know, nostalgia? If it isn't one of those two things, yeah, we're not interested. I like that. Well, that's the problem. And, you know, and that's just what I've, it's why I don't really watch a lot of new movies. It's because there's just, n- there aren't any new movies. <laughs> there's just, 
movies that are taking characters you loved when you were a kid and saying, Hey, I wonder what it would look like if they were 40 years older. <laughs> and it doesn't ever really work out. Top Gun is actually a, the one of the few examples where I was like, this movie might be better than the first one. Like I actually well, really, really love that movie. Maverick. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, so did me and my partner. Like, my partner was the one who was really like, let's go see Top Gun, let's go see Top Gun. And I was like, all right, let's go see Tom Cruise and a bunch of jets. Yeah. And even, even I found myself right then, I'm like, that was pretty freaking good. Yeah. It is. Like, it's, it's a good, a very good movie. Like, I, yeah. and I loved you, it. I, same. And I, sorry, I didn't mean, uh-huh. uh, you do barely need to, if you want more context, but it does such a good job of reflecting on the first one that you really don't need to watch the first no. one. Like you feel, you understand everything. It's a standalone movie, which they yeah. should be. They should be good enough to be on their own. Uh, Creed. So the Creed movies, I actually am a real big fan of. Um, oh, you ready for Creed 3? Uh, not as excited. But I am still excited. I'm not excited because of how um, John G. Avildsen and his just monster family have screwed over Sylvester Stallone. I don't know if you've been following this stuff, but my God. So they basically stripped all of Sylvester Stallone's input from the Rocky character and are just saying, eh, we don't need you anymore. We're going to do stuff on our own. And, you know, Sylvester Stallone's like baby. Like that was what made him yeah, famous. I, and yeah, so he has no creative control over the Rocky character franchise, anything anymore. Oh, cause I, I heard that he made, I, I, I could be wrong. I heard that Creed two. He, he was happy that that was his last cameo. Yes. But he, he knew they were going to make a Creed three. Well, he was going to help make a Creed three, like have, creative yeah. say and creative input, but John G. Avildsen's yeah. kids and John G. Avildsen, who's like 98. So really is not doing yeah. much. He's basically like it's weekend at Bernie's over at the Avildsen family. So <laughs> he, I mean, they've been basically just saying, nah, we're going to make stuff on our own. Like, cause they were going to make a Drago movie. And, oh, no. and so that's one was kind of a Drago movie because no, the, the whole point of Drago was the fact he's the antithesis of Rocky. Yes. And, the, and, you know, and for Creed 2, it was the fact that, holy shit, it's the guy's son that killed your dad. Yeah. But I, I, so I loved Creed 2 because of that. Like I thought Dolph Lundgren was incredible in this, in that movie. Mm. And it did a great job of showing what really would have happened to Ivan Drago. Because in Soviet Russia, he would have been outcast, you know, and that's what happens to him. Mm. But like they were going to make a Drago movie and Sylvester Stallone had no clue that this was going to happen. He had no say so. And so he basically said like Dolph Lundgren is dead to me. Um, The Avildsen family is dead to me. Like this is my creation. They're stealing it from me. And then they did, I think, recant and say, all right, fine. We won't make the Drago movie, but they haven't done anything else. Mm. So I'm not eager for this one but i'll still watch it yeah uh i i watched the trailer and i'm i'm very like i think michael b jordan's a fantastic oh for sure um and funny thing is so jonathan majors is going to be playing kang yeah yeah uh and uh i still love this meme and someone showed a photo of him from the creed 3 set Mm -hmm. absolutely jacked 
and then Kang is going to be the bad guy for Ant Man three, and it's like, yeah, Ant Man's screwed. He's <laughs> he's, he's he's dead. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, he is he just, huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jack, yeah. like, yeah, I could see this as the guy that yeah. You know, well, apparently, tears down the Marvel universe. Apparently, Clubber Lang has a cameo in Creed three. Like Mr. T, really? yeah, yeah, has a cameo in yeah. it, but they haven't said anything like to that, how it's related. But that makes sense. Yeah, Rocky Three, Creed Three, yeah. yeah, which I'm excited for. Boom, boom. I love Mr. T, so yeah. yeah. And Clubber Lang's one of the coolest. That's like probably my favorite Rocky villain. I mean, Avin Drago too, mm. but like, I mean, Clubber Lang mm. is fucking awesome. So was it Hulk Hogan? Thunder Hulk, Lips. Was it Thunder Claps? Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was Thunder yeah. Lips. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Or a Tommy Gunn, Tommy Morrison from the fifth one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's so many Rocky films. Mason Dixon, like, that I, was the one in Rocky Bal Rocky Balboa. <laughs> they have the dumbest yeah. names ever, but yeah. I know. And I, I still look at a paper. I'm like, how the frick do they make seven of these films? Like this boxer should be in the ground. Yeah, the CTE. I mean, he would have taken out an entire shopping center, you know, I mean, it was yeah, like, there's no way this guy would still be alive after, you know, if it was real, yeah, yeah. all these matches. And then was it number seven? He comes over time and fights. Well, that's, someone six. Going, no, that's Rocky he's... Balboa. That's Rocky six. six where he fights Mason Dixon, the young dude. Yeah. 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 I'm like, no, man, you should be, you should be in a home drooling or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no <laughs> way he hasn't, you know, ended it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Gonna, I mean, his brain would look like Swiss cheese. Oh, yeah. Like any UFC fighter. Actually, that's the thing. Someone just should just uh, make a UFC version of Rocky. Well, they kind of did. I mean, they made Warrior. I don't know if you ever watched that, but it was a pretty good movie. It's not a, No, but... It's actually pretty good. Tom Hardy's good. an incredible actor, and he's, yeah. Is it Tom Hardy and... Joel Edgerton. And yeah. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte plays her dad. Yeah. I heard really good things about that. And there's another one. It's Southpaw with Jake Oh, yeah. Gyllenhaal. That was a boxing movie. I don't think it was yeah. MMA. Like that. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no. Southpaw was really um, good. He was fucking jacked with that. <sighs> yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is uh, an underrated human being in general. I don't know if you ever saw Prisoners, but it is an incredible movie as well with Hugh Jackman. No, I, I've been mean to watch that because apparently – Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, all do a terrific yeah. in performance in that movie. Oh my god! Um, so, it's a it's so that it's one of those movies that's like it doesn't really make you feel that happy after you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just like, well, I mean, like that movie happens to you, <laughs> you know? Whoa. Yeah, like you're just like, oh god, I don't feel good. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to watch this again because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got the um, isn't the bad guy the same dude who plays the Riddler? Yeah, Paul Dano. He is great yeah. in Prisoner. I yeah. did not like him as much in Batman, but no, nah. uh, I liked him until you saw him. I think the prison scenes ruined the mystique of like Riddler because the whole like masking his voice, like that kind of thing, was so terrifying. And mm. as soon as you saw him in the prison, you're like, mm, no. Not that scary anymore. Well, the riddle is really not about scary scariness. Yeah. Well, not in this. Sorry, not in the Batman setting, but like in the comics. Right. Right. Previously, he's not meant to be threatening physically or scary. He's just meant to be methodic, methodical. True. 
Yeah, well, I get that. Like, like more of a, cere- a cerebral villain, like a Hannibal Lecter, yeah, cerebral assassin. Yeah, cerebral assassin. Yeah, exactly. So I do get that. It was just kind of a letdown because I liked the dark aspect of like that how they did the Riddler character up until that point where I was like, oh, this is like, this is pretty crazy. Like, I don't know. It's pretty- so my I, I, my review was like so much sore vibes. So yeah, seven seven is the one that I mean I was like this is the exact. I don't know if you ever seen oh, seven. seven yeah, but I was like this is exactly how seven feels. But Saul yeah. too, Saul for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't even really that, connect those, but yeah, it is. It's like when you started clipping everything with the locks and everything. That's what gave me that oh, big sore vibe. Yes, when he had the mouse uh, thing, or it wasn't a mouse trap yeah. or mouse tubes that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that is very that too, I was like, yeah yeah oh my god yeah, that, yeah yeah true um but that's yeah it's good and i need yeah i need to watch prisoners um mm. wow we've gone on such a tangent yeah <laughs> from the bioshock movie <laughs> um yeah. all right let's all right let's move on to the movie okay. so let's talk about don't worry down mm-hmm. so this movie had a budget of $35 million. It's uh, currently right now, it's in the box office of 80, $86. Um, and, it's, and it's got a completely stellar cast. Amazing. Like it has got uh, Harry Styles. I wouldn't say it's very st- stunning. Uh, but anyway. Uh, when, if you want- Florence Pugh. Yeah. Chris Pine. Uh, Gemma Chan. You know, it's got- Olivia Wilde. Yeah, it's got some big names. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's in it and directs it. Uh, what's mm. Nick Kroll? Nick Kroll is in it. He's really good. I mean, not that much. I love but- Nick-, Nick Kroll. I yeah, love yeah, Nick yeah. Kroll, especially uh, Big Mouth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nick Kroll is great. Um, love no, the cast is, cast is excellent. Yeah, it's that's the thing. On paper, it's excellent. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what happened to this movie what 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 the well having so it's usually not a good idea to like have sex with your co-workers because this is kind of what happens (laughs) like this i mean that's the that's where it all comes from is that harry styles and olivia wilde couldn't keep it in their pants i mean it it that turned into this catalyst of like a spider web of just shittery. I mean, it is Mm. like, I mean, are you familiar with all the like ins and outs of what happened? Not all of it. Only like with the whole, uh, Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine at the premiere. Right, right, right. Um, Chris Pine also looking like, uh, a very aged tennis player at a um, press conference. Does look like Andre um, Agassi a little bit, or not, not Agassi, yeah. uh, Bjorn Borg. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah, Bjorn Borg scene there, <laughs> and I think what's the other one? Harry Styles trying to describe the movie. Oh, this movie is integral of a movie. <laughs> it is. Like, he is not like, wrong. Yes, <laughs> have, yes, that's what a movie is, dumbass. Yes, this movie is multiple scenes that are like smaller movies put into one movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Florence Pugh just being like, fuck everybody. 
like I'm not going to yeah. the premiere. I'm not promoting it. I'm working on something else, and this movie is in the past. Like, whew. Did she go to the premiere, but she went to nothing so else? She did not go to the premiere. She went to, I think, a different premiere and then met up with them afterwards and took some pictures oh. on the red carpet, like, towards the end. But then, like, or, or went to it, took the pictures, and then bailed out and went to, like, Italy or something, or Greece. Yeah. And then she just started doing press tours for, like, her other movie. She's like, eh. I'm good. But she didn't go to any of the panel interviews. She didn't do any of the like press junkets, like nothing. Um, according to her, it was, you know, Olivia Wilde's unprofessional behavior. Yeah. She said it was apparently bad. Yeah. Um, she had very choice words. And oh, wow, this would, oh, this would have even been worse. I don't even know this. Harry Styles replaced <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yeah, so do you know about like how that, Went to so what happened with that? Okay, so nah. Shia LaBeouf is originally cast to be in the movie with Florence Pugh, so the entire cast is the same, but Shia LaBeouf is in it. And a, according to Olivia Wilde, Shia LaBeouf was removed because of his his erratic behavior, overall arrogance. Um, he's just a difficult person to work with, very rude to the other cast, and that she fired him from the movie. Shia LaBeouf said. Uh, that ain't what happened. It was more of just an argument with me and Florence Pugh, and I quit. And then Olivia Wilde retorts, that's not what happened. I fired you. And then he actually showed all of the text messages and stuff and phone calls where she said, and voicemails where she was like, no, we want you back. We want you back. Like, come on, come on, do the movie. Like, you're perfect for it. And so people are like, oh, Olivia Wilde's a liar. <laughs> yeah, and then she he replaces him with Harry Styles. They immediately start an, an affair where Olivia Wilde's cheating on her husband Jason Sudeikis. Then Jason Sudeikis starts they divorce during the filming of the, the very very early pre production, and she just ends up hanging out with Olivia uh, Harry Styles. And Florence Pugh said that it made everyone on set like super uncomfortable. They didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Nobody even really wanted to do the movie because it was just very inappropriate. It would. Well, it happens a lot with a director and an actor or two actors starting a relationship. It happens all mm. the time. But the pro the reason why it's never like a big thing or like a negative thing is because they're usually outside of the set being in a relationship. Mm. Like it isn't like they're not like making out on the set, but apparently that's the kind of stuff that was going on with this. Oh. Was that it was very like touchy feely all the time, and it just was like it made them very uncomfortable. Oh. It made everybody very uncomfortable. So yeah. Oh my god. Pretty in- interesting. Like that, yeah, that sounds horrific. Yeah. But you're right. Like the before the premiere for this. Mm-hmm. The news about all this lit up like a Christmas tree. Yes. And for Florence Pugh, which I would 100% get, you are currently poised to be a pillar of the MCU moving forward. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be dragged into this garbage. No. No. And we have your name tarnished. Right. And she's like a very talented actress who, by all yeah. accounts, is very. Um, but very professional, super hardworking, like the exact type of person you want in a movie, like talented and yeah. professional. Like that's the two things that, mm. uh, you know, a director will look for in an actor is like, 
do you show up on time and are you good at your job? And like, do you have things like, are you organized? Like they're looking for those three things. Like, are you going to make us run late? And like, if you're not, you're good. And she apparently is in like that boat of like, no, like a talented professional actress. And yeah. No one says a single bad thing about her. Like I've never seen anything bad about her. And, you know, even, you know, it was obviously with Marvel, everyone's mm. super excited for yeah. her to be at the forefront and be and people clamoring net like still wanting to see her in more movies right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, exactly. Same. I mean, I feel the same way. Like I think she is like I think I saw her in this movie called it male- male- Malevolent. Uh, yeah, Malevolent. I think that was the first movie I ever saw her and I was like, damn, like who is this? Like very like good actress. And this is not like an amazing movie, but yeah, and then I saw like Midsommar and like yeah, it's like yeah. No, Florence Pugh is like very talented. So, I think I saw her, the first thing I saw her in was uh, uh, fighting with my family. Oh, she you is in fighting that. with my yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot. She's um, in that. And I, when she was in Black Widow, I didn't really know. I didn't really take any notice because she's got black yeah. hair in fighting with her family. And then when I saw on the, when I saw Black Widow, I was like. Look familiar, yeah. And then when I looked it up, I was like, "Oh shit, you're the same bird." Yeah, 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 exactly. No, she is, yeah, very, very good actress. But she did not seem to enjoy <laughs> making this movie. And the movie, <laughs> like, just to actually talk about the movie, it's, yeah, I was to say, what what was your thoughts? It's the, pretty like, good. Scrape away it's, all the uh, scum. It's not bad. Like uh, it is. I kind of wish I didn't know any of this. Like backstory stuff and I would have just watched the movie because the whole time I'm watching it I just can't stop thinking about like how miserable they probably were making this movie and it kind of comes across mm-hmm. but not really because Florence Pugh I mean just to I guess really show up like amazing just is so like incredibly good in this movie so for somebody mm-hmm. to not even want to be there and be this good like god that's this professional exactly like I mean she is uh, for sure the star of the movie. Like Harry Styles, obviously massively famous and he is good, but he's not in the movie that much. Um, I mean, comparative. You yeah. Know, Cause it's a, it's a Florence Pugh. Very much. Uh, which Olivia Wilde was originally going to play that role and direct it. And then she decided to step away into like a smaller role so that she could focus more on directing. And that's when they cast Florence Pugh. Um, so uh, there's pro- currently right now. Yeah. It has 39% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> on the, and 74% on audience score. Well, that's not that surprising. It's not a critically yeah. acclaimed film by any means. Um, it's very much a two-hour episode of Black Mirror. I don't know if you ever watched Black Mirror, but... No, but I do know about that movie because it. Uh, uh, sorry about that show, and I've been meaning to watch. But you're right; it's meant to be. It's a psychological. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies that's like really unsettling or a little too perfect. Starts becoming unsettling, and then there's a big twist, like a and it's technology related. So Black Mirror. That's what that's the blueprint of every Black Mirror episode. Is like, oh, this isn't normal, and then look at how technology ru- can ruin your life. This is that. Yeah, it's what happens when you enter the Matrix. Yeah, it's it's very similar to that. I mean, it's basically not to yeah. spoil anything, but it's like this 
I don't know. You can spoil okay, it. Okay. Well, it's this group of people. Spoilers. Right, here's the spoiler. So it's a group of people living in what seems like the 1950s in a very like leave it to beaver, perfect suburban life where the husbands work, the wives cook steaks every day and they dress in dresses. And it's like uh Tim Burton ish, like Edward Scissorhands, you know how like all the cars match the color mm. of the house, like that weird. Oh uh, yeah. Stuff. Like, Oh, what's that mean? Is that movie Terry McGuire? Pleasantville. Is it Pleasantville. It is Pleasantville. exactly like Pleasantville. But have you, I don't know if you ever heard of the Stepford Wives or heard, seen the movie or read the book, Stepford Wives, the year 11 book. Um, yeah, I know. Okay, okay. So he, uh, so that's kind of similar. Like these wives are like robotic in the way that they're just like, oh, we submit to our man because it's the 50s, blah, blah, blah. Turn, and then there's this guy who's the leader of the community, played by Chris Pine, who was like, no, we want to make our world great again, where we don't worry about technology. We won't worry about the struggles of modern life. Like we live in this beautiful world out in the middle of the desert mm. and everybody's happy, but people suddenly start to be not so happy. And then things get weird. Then it turns out that they're actually living in modern times, but they go under this like my, this like weird thing where they put this shit in their eyes like this. Yeah. Like contraption thing that shines under their pupils, and it makes them think that they're living in this world, but they're actually laying in bed in their crappy apartment. So there's the spoiler. Uh, and Harry Styles has been doing this to his wife the entire time. She doesn't know that it's happening. Florence Pugh. She oh and she reminds me of like Total Recall. It's very Total Recallish. So like in the real world, Florence Pugh is a nurse who works like these eighteen hour shifts and is miserable or seemingly miserable. And Harry Styles is unemployed. He's like this kind of bum. Um, and he decides to basically die, like get involved in this group that are living in this fake world by buying the equipment and stuff. And he puts his wife, Florence Pugh, into that simulation and just leaves her there so that she can live her life in this perfect world while he goes to work, like all the husbands go to work and they're actually leaving the simulation and doing their normal job so that they can pay for this equipment. And then when their shift is over, they put the thing back on and suddenly they're driving back home, you know, to their wives. So it's actually a cool yeah. story. Like it's what I'm into. Huh. Like I like weird psychological thriller type things. It's yeah. just, it should have just been a black mirror episode. That's it. It should have been shorter. <laughs> There's a lot of like slow buildup and, but I don't know. I actually thought it was not that bad of a movie. Mm. But it's, but it's it's that's a terrible thing. Is that what's what happens with controversy? It can, it can make or break a movie. Yeah. And something we mentioned quite earlier is Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts three. Yeah. You know that was that was already limping to the box office because of everything with Johnny right. Depp. Right, and that's why they're not doing you know. the pirate, the new pirates with Margot Robbie. How they were gonna, you know, basically redo Pirates of the Caribbean with Margot Robbie, and they've already canned it because so many people are mad that Johnny Depp got bumped from that role. Yeah, I, I when I saw that, I did not give a shit that Johnny Depp was going to be in in or out of it. I was like, Margot Robbie, Pirates of the Caribbean, you tune that theme, and if she plays like the main lead, similar like Johnny mm-hmm. Depp, I'm like, sold. That's money on paper. Yeah, yeah. but. No, people just, they love Johnny nope. Depp, man. <laughs> they they nah. love the dude. I mean, they just, they don't want him taking out of these roles in it. But it makes 
but it's it's unfortunate for the other people who are involved who have nothing to do with this stuff. Like like I feel That's sorry fine. for Nick Kroll. Like he's in a movie that everybody seems to hate that really isn't even that bad of a movie, and he's good in it. You know, he has a smallish part, but he's pretty good. Chris Pine's really good. He, he's just they're just getting dragged in this stuff because like by proxy. Which is unfortunate. By proxy, it's yeah. unfortunate because they are good. And, and the movie is actually good. Like, I mean, I don't, you know, it's not fucking the Godfather by any means, but like, I'd give it a six out of 10. Mm. So, so it's like, yeah, it's like not bad, yeah, but you're it's right. Pretty it's good. That's, uh, that's how um, it can all get dragged in, dragged down because of it. And look, that's the thing is like, when people look back, what do you like? You know, in a year's time, when you think about "Don't Worry, Darling," what's the first thing that's going to come to mind? Uh, Harry Styles spitting on Chris or Pine. the drama. <laughs> this is going to be the first thing you think of is Chris Pine looking down and looking up, like what the fuck, and then them both pretending yeah. like that didn't happen afterwards. Yeah, I like, know. No, he spit know, on and then, you. We all watched. Yeah. Like, what were you reacting to then? What was Chris Pine looking down at and then looking up, like? Like what? What would he have done that for? Other than that, you douche. Yeah, like he was like smiling. Yeah. Like if we were not in public, like I would just knock the shit out of you. I would strike. Yeah, like yeah, that's right. Because he's de- and the thing is, like how no one else saw it, but like the camera saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. And by that measure, millions of people saw you do it. And it's like yeah. clear as day. You walk up, spit on him, and then sit down. Sit. So- Sit down and be like, yeah, we're yeah. just moving. But it's we? also because Chris Pine is super good friends with Jason Sudeikis, so that's what a lot of the problem was. Is that the whole ru- the whole rumor of them having the affair was started by Chris Pine? I mean, it obviously ended up being true, but Chris Pine, you know, was in Horrible Bosses too with Jason Sudeikis, and apparently they've been like mm. super good friends ever since then. So he was the one who was like funneling the information to Jason Sudeikis, saying, "Hey, man, like." Your wife's cheating on you with Harry Styles. I don't know what to tell you. Like, nah. so that's why Harry Styles and Chris Pine have this like beef, you know. So, no. well, oh, I, I like that. How dare you tell? How dare you tell her <laughs> husband that we're going to an affair? Like, like, dude, you broke the bro code. That's Harry Styles' like ideas. Like, he broke bro code and you know ratted him out. It's like, dude, like. Mm. Yeah, they're married and have kids. Like this isn't like a, and obviously you know it takes two people to have an affair. So Olivia Wilde's just as guilty of it. But like, you know, mm. it's not. You sh- you can't do that. Like you shouldn't. No, do it. it doesn't work out well. No, that's the thing. Um, but that's 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 don't worry. That's don't worry, darling. In a nutshell. Um, but to to come to the, you know come towards the end of this episode, what are you what are you most excited for next year? Movies, TV shows wise, that you're really looking forward to, especially the fact that we are currently five weeks away to 2023. Yeah, God, dude, that's crazy. Um, I mean, I would say I get more excited for like these kind of like more lately these like sort of smaller, more like I guess you'd say like independent films. Um, and I've really kind of shied away from a lot of the like big movies. So like, I'm not as excited for like Marvel movies as I would have been, you know, in the past or any of these like re let's remake a movie from the eighties. Like I'm like, that stuff is just not, 
that excited. So, like I said earlier, I'm excited for Haunted Mansion. You know, the Disney's Haunted Mansion. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be great. And apparently, there is going to be a Hercules live action remake. And that's, I am yes, very that, excited I'm, for that. I totally forgot about it. That's that's a Disney film I'm excited yes. for. Everything everything else, Hercules and Hades mm-hmm. and. I'm really excited yeah, I, for that. I, I would love to see the casting, you know, like how that works. Oh, they're also doing a Snow White, and it looks not great. Yes. Yeah, I, I am not excited yeah, for that. Snow but, White. um, yeah, yeah, the Hercules movie I am very excited for. Um, I'm kind of curious to see the new Avatar just because it took, you know, 30 years to make. But I don't expect it to be good because the first one sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's just Pocahontas, but you know, in space. I know. I, essentially, I I have this running uh, bet with one of my mates from another podcast called um, the Nerdos uh-huh. Podcast, and my the bet is the fact that the Black Panther Wakanda Forever will make more money than Avatar Two. Oh wait, which which do you have? I have that Black Panther mm. will make more money. Damn. But his argument is that Avatar will make more money because of the fact it will appear to a broader audience. And I said, that's true. Yeah. However, if Fast 7 is not a proof of anything, death sells. Oh, my God. You're right. But Okay. But I don't see the problem is that I don't think. I mean, this is going to sound horrible. I don't think that many people care nah, that nah. Chadwick Boseman is dead anymore. I'm, <laughs> I told you it was going <laughs> to sound bad. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it has. Okay. Okay. If that is true, then why didn't Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus do well after Heath Ledger died? I mean, obviously, it's not a Marvel movie, that- but I mean, it is a horrible movie and everyone hated it so and that's Heath Ledger's I think, you know, last movie that, that should have been a big a bigger movie than it was that's right an argument could, an argument could be made is because the Dark Knight overshadowed well, right. and he did die before then so to a lot of people that was the movie that he that was his last movie so yeah that that is yeah. true that is true and then to an extent, Dark Knight probably wouldn't have been as big had Heath Ledger not died while they were making it. No, and I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I still think that to this day, if he was still mm-hmm. alive, we would still be talking about the Joker as much as we do now. Oh yeah, yes, yes. It's, like it's I, top five greatest acting performances of all time. Mm. But you're right. I don't think it would make money because I think it was. God, I remember. I still remember getting told it, and I'm sure it was only like a month out, if that, when he passed away before the release yes, of the Dark It was Knight. right before it was coming out. Yeah. 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 It was, I mean, like, probably, yeah, probably a month or so. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was right before it was coming out. So, yeah, it was like it was right yeah. before it was about to ramp up because I still remember <laughs> me being. Uh, how old I was uh, here again, and the first thing I say was, "Do you finish the Dark Knight?" <laughs> well, dude, I mean, I kind of thought that too. I was like, "So, what do they do about this movie?" Because they had already started showing trailers for it, and you hear like the voice yeah. and stuff. And you're like, "Oh my god, that's Heath Ledger!" It's like a you know sort of deep voice. Like, like that's him. This is the guy from Brokeback yeah, Mountain. Like Heath Ledger, he's the biggest what if in I think Hollywood history. Like, what if he didn't die that day? Like, what movies? have come out 
and what roles have mm-hmm. happened that would have been given to Heath Ledger. I think everything, Matt Damon, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think everything they've done would have went to him first. And he would have passed. I, I, I you know, agree. Or said yes. Like, it, or would he have been mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe? Like, probably not. Oh, because he was, he was kind of like already saying, like, I don't ever want to do like a big budget movie ever again. Like, that's why he was making these like, mm. movies with Terry Gilliam. And he was supposed to meet with Steven Spielberg that day and talk about making a movie about the Chicago 8, which was like, you know, the um, it's like the <sighs> Democratic National Committee riots. Um, they ended up making it yeah. on Netflix with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tasha Baron Cohen. But they were going to make it with Heath Ledger, and he was supposed to meet with Steven Spielberg that morning. Uh, so he was going to be making like more dramatic, smaller movies. So... Ten. But it's, yeah, well, I don't know. It, well, um, I think it was uh, uh, Christopher Nolan mentioned in um, in one of the mm. interviews that, like, one of the last conversations he had with Heath Ledger was they were popping out ideas for um, the you know, Dark Knight right. Rises, and Heath Ledger was on board yes. for that. He was like, "This is the direction we could take the character." Right. Well, that's the. For me, that's a big what if. It was like, what would the Dark Knight Rises it would have been with the Joker? Well, it was going to be Johnny Depp as the uh, Riddler. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah, that, that was, was the big thing. thing is that had that had Heath Ledger have done the movie as they were planning, that Johnny Depp was going to be kind of brought in as like a secondary villain to help the Joker, and he was going to be the Riddler. And they were thinking about having somebody play the Penguin. Um, that was like mm. the thing, and then whenever that, whenever Heath Ledger died, Christopher Nolan didn't think that that idea of Johnny Depp as the Riddler would have been strong enough, so he went with Bane and Tom Hardy. Mm. Which, arguably, to me, I'm like, hey, Tom Hardy did a fantastic job as Bane. I don't care what anyone says about the Dark Knight Rises. It's incredible. He he is an absolute imposing force, and completely makes you think he. Well, he did. You're going to break Batman, yeah. which he, he did straight up. And that every time I see that scene, I'm just like, oh, oh. he's so good. I mean, have you ever seen Bronson with Tom Hardy? I've seen okay, clips okay. of you that. You need to watch. That's, that's the movie that got him the role because Christopher Nolan watched Bronson. Yeah. And was like, that's Bane. But it is. I mean, Tom yeah. Hardy is incredible. But like, I mean, he's a tiny little he's guy great. too, which is crazy. I mean, he is. I still, I still can't yeah. believe that one of his major roles was a Star Trek villain. Yes, Nemesis, Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Black like, Hawk Down. He huh. was in Black Hawk Down, but that's whenever he was a crackhead. I mean, it's a little yeah, different. That's right. He was in Black Hawk yeah. Down. I forgot he yeah, was in yeah, that. Yeah. But like, look at him. Look at him now. Like he, yeah. you know, you want him in everything. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like a black belt in jiu. He's a black belt in jujitsu now. Does these like jujitsu tournaments like? Yeah, a month ago I yeah, saw yeah, that. Yeah. He just randomly went into it and won. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, yeah, dude, he's I I like that dude a lot. Like I like I like mm. all of his movies. Like Lock, Lock is an incredible movie. That's just him, like in a car. Like, yeah, I don't know, but mm. um, yeah, Heath Ledger, man, that that is a big what if. Yeah. Like, fuck James Dean, mm. any of those other guys. Like, what if Heath Ledger Same had died? Like, what movies would yeah, he have he, been yeah. in? I mean, he is God damn. He's that's, such an like electrifying person. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen Ten Things I Hate About You. No, he's Man. good in that. He's also good in. He's um, like, he was nineteen uh, in that movie, which is crazy. Or eighteen. It's, 
Like he's like a kid in that yeah. movie. He's like, God, man. Yeah, he's good in that. And Ned it's Kelly. Not, it's not the Black Knight. The Black Knight. It's not the Black Knight. Knight's oh, Tale. Knight's Tale is incredible. Dude, I love that movie. Yeah, where it starts off with yes. We Will Rock You at the very yes. start. He's, Knight's Tale is such he's great. great. And uh, Ned Kelly, did you ever watch that? Um, I've seen Ned clips Kelly of it. I, um, I mean, it's better than yeah. the fucking Mick Jagger one. But <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Heath Ledger is, uh, yeah. or Lords of Dogtown. He was in a lot of these like kind of obscure movies, yeah. like The Order. The Order is a great movie. Um, yeah, but yeah, man, that's that's an interesting one for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it'd be a big yeah. It's a big you perfect. You sum up was James Dean. What, yeah, you know what what we have seen him go into. Um, you know, and if he did, if he if he ever did want to jump ship and go to Marvel, like who would he? You know, who would he he played? And I always mm. look back and I think to myself. You look at 2008, and we both got The Dark Knight and Iron Man in that movie. And, yeah. you know, 12 years later, those f- effects of those movies coming out are still felt today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, especially with Iron Man. And I think DC has fumbled the ball quite a bit. Um, <laughs> they have not done anything. I would say that's very special since Dark Knight. I mean, I mean, not you know, just with any DC characters, um, Marvel definitely not in the same lot, not, not in the same. Close. But it is interesting to think no. like who, which Marvel character would have been, would Heath Ledger have been? Yeah, like Thor, no. maybe. Like if he got huge, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I just, like it is interesting. Or Loki, like it would have been a cool Loki. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, you know, I could I could see him playing a Loki, uh, but you're right. It's it's a major it's a major what if. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry, pull him pull him back, yeah, yeah. pull him back. <laughs> uh, Hercules, yeah. Hercules, I'm excited for. I just wonder, like, I wonder how he, I wonder if that will spark with Hercules coming out. I wonder if that will re spark the idea of a God of War movie. Man, I I've really wanted there to be one, but I don't I don't know. I th- I think that. Those movies just never do that well. Like the Clash of the Titans yeah. remake, the Hercules remake, or, you know, I mean, not remake, but they made that Hercules movie with, I think, Jason Momoa. But they just don't do well. No. I thought, not even The Rock. Well, The Rock did Conan the Barbarian. Or is it the opposite? No, Jason Momoa no, did Conan and The Rock did Hercules. Yeah, I mean, those movies yeah. just. They don't well, do well. Do you think they would have done better? Do you think it would be better when, when, when you've got Kratos, who's straight up slaughtering, is putting that politely? Oh, Man, God. I, I, maybe. Maybe because there's already so much of a fan base for God of War that it would carry over. But, I mean, hell, there's a – well, there's not that big of a Conan, or Bar, a Conan the Barbarian fan base, but – I don't know. I think God of War would would definitely yeah. do better. I just don't think. I still don't think it would do great. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it would do good, but not great. Right. And again, you'd have to make it ma. Yeah. If you look at those games. He rips a, a god's head straight oh, off. Yeah. He basically decapitates a lot of them, impales a lot mm-hmm. of them. See, I like Clash of the Titans. So with um, uh, what's his name? 
Shit. Sam, Sam Worthington. Worthington. I I like those. I like the first one. The second one, I was a bit like, eh. is it? But the first one, which I really is, liked. is it Clash of the Titans that has Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes as Zeus and Hades, yeah. which is. I mean, a huge callback to like Schindler's List, where they were like the hero and villain of those. Which I mm. remember when the trailer came out, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that's Schindler's List, like the hero and villain. Like that's crazy. And yeah. Ray Fiennes is the greatest villain actor ever. He he was good as Hades. Yes, like, that, that is was, that was a good the, casting. The whole cast um, is amazing. They did, did a perfect job with casting. I mean, Sam Worthington is a great mm. actor. Like. And yeah, and Liam Neeson's a perfect Zeus. I mean, anytime uh, you need a god, uh, I got, Liam Neeson's a good one. <laughs> damn right. The fact that you know you've got uh, the guy, you've got a uh, Jin. Yeah, you've got the guy from Taken. You've got the guy who played Azrael Aslan. from the one, the one, the witch. Yeah, Aslan. yeah, that's it. yeah. And uh, he's now playing Zeus. Yeah. yeah, and he was, and he saved hundreds of Jews during the Holocaust. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's the yeah. hero. Like, yeah, I mean, I no, um, that's that's got to be top of my list is Hercules. Everything else, I just kind of think I try not to get my hopes up. That's been a problem. Is I get my I get so focused on a movie that it won't come out for another ten months that by the time it gets here, I have blown mm. it to this unreachable standard. You know. So I kind of just say, yeah, because being so exactly excited. like I did it with Batman, and I was disappointed, but it wasn't even like because it was a bad movie. It was because I had it in my head envisioned it to be the perfect movie, which how could it be? You know, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be right. this. If I, if I, besides Marvel, beside because I was and DC beside because I was like, I'm excited for a bit of those mm-hmm. movies. Me, a movie I'm excited for next year that's not one of those is Oppenheimer. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. I am super excited for Oppenheimer. I think that's going to be great. I fully agree. I'm thinking just it's Christopher Nolan. It's about the guy who made the Titanic bomb. You've got um, Cillian Murphy. Mm-hmm. You've got Florence yeah. Pugh. You've got Matt Damon. You've got Robert Downey Jr. Like The cast is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking at it going, I, I just want to see this for – just because I'm, I'm a big Christopher oh, Nolan too. fan. Even besides the Dark yeah, Knight, same. the Prestige, Inception, Tenet. Tenet, Memento. Yeah, Memento is one of my favorite movies. That's one of the ones I need oh, to still man, watch. Memento is so good from his catalog. Yeah, yeah, Memento's great. But yeah, Tenet is Interstellar. I Tenet for the first time, I'm like, I still need to watch Interstellar. Oh no way! Okay, okay. I know. I know I have a few people tell me, I'm like, you have a movie podcast, you like sci-fi, and you haven't watched Interstellar. I'm like, well, no. you can't watch everything, so fuck them. But, yeah. No. But Oppenheimer, that's – they've released a teaser. Yeah. And even from that, I'm like, I need to I see this. I can't wait. That's what, and Killing of the Flower Moon, I think is what it's called. It's a movie coming out with, I think, De Niro and Leonardo <gasps> DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a Scorsese that, movie. Martin. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it's going to be great. Which they were supposed to make Devil in the White City, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio, which I don't know if you mm. know that story, but, but like basically America, like the U.S.'s first serial killer, this dude named H.H. H. Holmes, who killed people during the World's Fair in 1893 in Chicago, like basically built this hotel that had like oh. trap doors and like secret hallways. And he just 
lured women into the hotel to be like, Oh, you can stay here during while you're having fun at the fair. And then he would kill them. And he was going to, yeah, it's a crazy story. And Martin Scorsese was supposed to make it with DiCaprio as H.H. Holmes. And I think they abandoned it to make killing of the flower moon. So I'm watching this, hoping that it's like basically to be like, all right, let's see. I hope this is better than what that devil in the white city would have been. Cause yeah, if yeah, if you stop doing this, there must have been something special in this that yeah. you thought to keep yeah. going. Um, but you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. I saw that. I haven't. Um, I saw that was also coming mm-hmm. next year. But I'm trying to think. Yeah, what else? But yeah, Oppenheimer would have to be my number one non superhero yeah. lab movie that I'm super excited for. But now you've got me more excited for Hercules because I yeah. I was thinking that that was such more. Well, probably, I mean, it may be. I don't think they've actually given a com like a confirmed date, but um, no, because it wasn't part of the Disney Expo, which they usually tell you everything. So it might be twenty twenty four, no. actually. But oh, well. <laughs> it could be. Um, but Cody, do you have any final words? No, I think uh, I think we. We went off on a lot of tangents, so I'm pretty sure I covered yeah. <laughs> covered anything I'd want to talk about. <laughs> no, man, just uh, I appreciate you having me on. Like for real, this has been a blast. Like, I mean, I can talk about movies all day, in my opinions of movies and different actors, directors. So, I mean, I'm always up for same, this. Same so. here. Well, it would be an absolute pleasure to have you on again. Um, that would be fantastic. You've been absolutely great to chat with, uh, especially. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't mind going on tangents. It's kind of exactly what my entire show Same. is based off um, of how deep you <laughs> yeah. can go. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't like structured conversation that much. I like to just whatever gets brought up. That's what gets brought up. Like you brought it up. We you bring it up that's for right. a reason because it must be interesting to you in that moment. So. Hopefully, it will be to everybody else. That's right. I, I think we did yeah. pretty good. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I feel good. <laughs> um, uh, well, everyone, thank you very much for joining with this episode. And please, we're, uh, we're going to put all Cody's links and everything in the bio. So please go check out his show. Give him a subscribe. Um, and definitely go check out his show. It's fantastic. And until next time, everybody, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting.